Hi guys, Kurt Schlicker here for Unredacted, the Town Hall VIP podcast that uh, I do on occasion, and that occasion is every Monday here at Town Hall. You want to you want to check out my columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and of course I've got uh, the uh, stream of consciousness on Friday. I usually tell you to go look at my other stuff at the end of the podcast. I'm telling you at the beginning now. I don't really know why. I don't like to have rules and things. A lot of people go into their podcast with a, you know, an outline and they've done a lot of research. I literally know one guy who goes, yeah, I, I do about five hours of research for every half hour of my podcast. And I'm like, that's stupid. Uh, I'm never going to do that. It's, uh, it sounds boring to me. If you got, you know, if you guys want to do research, you can actually go do the research. For instance, I'm reading a book about the Crusades right now, which was the, uh, glorious Christian, uh, war against the, uh, uh, infidels who own the Middle East. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't think you should just like wait for me to break it down. I think you guys should go and like read about the Crusades. So that's kind of where I'm at. And uh, I'd like you to be able to read about the Trump indictment, except the indictment is not public. They haven't uh, released it. For some reason, it's sealed. Not that, you know, indicting a uh, presidential candidate and also a former president of the United States, not that that's important. It should be something that every American would want to see and be able to evaluate for themselves. you got to ask yourself, what are they hiding? And they're hiding the fact that it's absolute bullshit. Now, I've been on I don't know how many shows this week uh, because I'm very popular and I'm hilariously funny. Though not today. Not so funny. Anyway, I've been on a lot of shows talking about the legal aspects of this because, you know, I'm a noted Los Angeles trial lawyer. And uh, here is the problem with um, being a lawyer talking about this. This has nothing to do with law. Now, if you look at the case, the alleged case, and I'm not a criminal lawyer. I'm just a guy who's not a freaking moron. You, you, you have to say, wait a minute. He allegedly committed a misdemeanor. His statute of limitations went away six years ago. But by committing that, he was actually a uh, 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 committing a felony because he mischaracterized how he was paying it, and he should have called it a campaign contribution, uh, but he didn't, even though it'd be illegal for him to make a campaign contribution, and the statute of limitations ran on that, but A, we're not going to... You know, we're going to hold the statute of limitations in abeyance while he's in, uh, you know, serving in Washington as president, even though there's no law that says that. And I are, uh, 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 um, it's just um, freaking stupid. It doesn't make sense. It's uh, incoherent. If it is what it is, and we all know what it is, because it's sealed, which means the American people don't get to see what the guy, at least 40% of them are willing to vote to be president, again, uh, is being charged with. Now, that would seem like kind of bullshit, except all of it's bullshit. It's a giant lie. It's a giant scam. There's no law. There's no norms. There's no rules. And I kind of find it hard to pretend there are. And a lot of people are, well, we have to have the justice system and see how it plays out. No, we, no, we, no, we fucking don't. No, we don't, because it's all fucking bullshit. There's no rules. There's no, you don't do this, but, it, but then again, you can do this. So they do do this. And all I can say is every time they do one of these things, it always comes and bites them on the ass. There's three Supreme Court justices sitting on the bench right now because Chuck Schumer decided he was going to be smart 
And he was going to eliminate the filibuster for uh, Court of Appeal justices because he wanted to pack the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. That's what he thought. And uh, it came back and it bit him in the ass. And you think this isn't going to bite him in the ass? Well, you're you're just going to frame Democrats. Dude, we don't have to frame Democrats. We just have to charge them for the crimes we know they did. Hunter, fucking pervert Joe, Hillary. They committed crimes. They just didn't get charged because you tend not to charge people at the highest levels of political power because that tends to be third world banana republic bullshit. But if we're going to do that, that's fucking fine. I'm fine. I look forward to the in-depth proctological examination of Nancy Pelosi and her inside trade. I I am eager to see that, and I would support the uh, uh, you know a Republican Congress uh, extending the statute of limitations so that there's no question that it can be prosecuted because this is some serious bullshit. But I don't care. I don't care. There are no norms. There are no rules. How's this going to go? You know, I always say, I say it a lot. I will say it again. There's three ways this ends. And uh, number one is we return to something like a civil society where there are norms and people's rights are generally respected. It's not perfect, but you can be pretty sure you're going to get the protections of the law. Pretty sure. Not 100%, but, you know, pretty much. A kind of normality. That would be my preference. The other is kind of a Franco-like right-wing authoritarian, and option three is kind of a Stalin left-wing dictator. And uh, I prefer option one. I can live with option two. Option three, I'm getting a rifle and we're going to war. And, uh, you know, you here, here's the thing. The left gets the choice. They get to choose which one. If they choose number one, that's fine. If they don't choose number one, you know, game on. I think there's a lot of people who are getting very, very upset about what's happening. I think there are a lot of people who are getting uh, simply fed up with the bullshit. And you can see it in a lot of ways. People are angrier than they've ever been. People are buying more guns than they ever have. You know, if you're buying guns, you're not feeling particularly secure. I mean, sure, you want to own the libs, and guns are cool. But people buy guns because they don't feel secure and they feel like they're going to have to do it themselves. And you know what? They fucking will when it comes right down to it at the end of the day. It's a ugly, ugly thing. But it's just human nature. You know, this is late Roman Republic stuff. And the late Roman Republic, very, very interesting time. They had gone on for a long time with a lot of norms. They call them most majorum. A lot of Norton. See, now I'm doing the history. I told you I go read about it. Now I'm doing it. Fuck it. Uh, and they generally kept in line. They generally obeyed and they generally deferred to the norms, even when it got in their way. And the norms worked to check power because everybody in Rome wanted was competing for power. Everybody wanted to accumulate the most patron, uh, most patronage, the highest position, the most glory you know, cash. Everyone was out for themselves. And the Romans fucking understood this. And they were like, okay, 
the way we keep this from going crazy is we balance everything. You know, instead of having one console wielding executive authority, we have two. We have two consoles, and they've got to agree on shit. And we have tribunes who can veto them. And they had a system that you, you had to form some sort of consensus. It was very hard to be a dictator. Now, they had a dictator. Okay, that was a role that is very rare. In an emergency, they could vest all executive authority in one guy for six months. It was like if they were being invaded, you know, Rome was about to be sacked or whatever. And they did that a couple of times. Cincinnati was a famous guy, and he was invested with the powers of a dictator. He solved his crisis. They put down the, put down the power and went back to his farm. And that was, you know, he was considered the most badass of Roma. They were like, fuck, that's a Roman. You know, the dictatorship was a, a, a big deal. And they didn't like it. Now, remember, all the Romans weren't just, you know, looking out for some greater good with this balance of power stuff. It wasn't just because they were all like, I'm, like, I'm trying to get good government and blah, blah, blah. And I, I, it's like a bird shitting on you. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway. Um, so I thought I'd take that thing. Uh, take that tangent. Okay. They, they weren't just, you know, trying to uh, protect some arbitrary good, although they were all very loyal to Rome as a concept. But they were also protecting themselves, because if you have one guy in with unlimited power, he dominates everybody. There's nothing a Roman had more than being dominated. And if you have one guy at the top, that kind of stops everybody else. Okay? So, you know, yeah, we love power, and we love, you know, Rome, and we love that sort of thing. So that combination, that mix, means we've got to have a system where everything is balanced. And we kind of have that here, too, or we were supposed to. We had laws. Laws could be enforced, had to be enforced neutrally. Uh, to, to work, but you had laws and that ensured everybody had a fair, fair playing field and you had a you know, executive branch, you know, legislative branch, but things started getting out of, out of whack. And you had people not doing what they were supposed to do, including the unofficial people. You know, the fourth branch of government, the bureaucracy, and that wasn't supposed to take over. But it kind of did. It kind of accumulated more and more power to itself and then under Trump decided, wait, this guy is a threat to us. We're going to work to take him out. That's not good. Oh, but this is, see, but it's okay this time. It's just this time because it's Trump and he's uniquely bad because he's Trump and also because he happens to be a guy who is not, you know, doing what we want done. Yeah. There's always an exception. Always an exception. As we see from the late Roman Empire, the exception became the rule. Here we got the exception. Now, criminal prosecutors, we're going to make an exception. We're going to get rid of the norm. Uh, you know, you got a president trying to rule through executive order. Uh, you, you have uh, just complete bullshit with Soros prosecutors, uh, not prosecuting criminals, prosecuting political enemies, and people who use self-defense. That's another thing they're doing. There's a guy got shot twice, grabbed the gun, shot the crook back in New York. The guy who grabbed the gun, shot him back, attempted murder. What are you fucking kidding me? It's to teach us you can't defend yourself. You have to submit. Unbelievable. And, you know, maybe he gets, a, maybe he gets a, acquitted. After he goes through the whole fucking trial and everything, this is bullshit. It's fucking bullshit. 
anyway, started happening in Rome, too. You had guys who were competing, and uh, some of them would do very well. You had, like, Sulla, and he was a, a big conquering hero, and Marius was a big conquering hero, and they're very powerful, and they're very, they, were, they were consoles, and, well, they, they didn't get what they thought they needed. Where are you going, honey? Okay. They didn't get what they thought they needed. They didn't get the respect they deserved. Sulla decides, fuck it, I'm marching on Rome. Nobody ever took his army. No one ever did disband his army. The armies belonged to Rome. Now the army belonged to him. He marches on Rome. That's not cool. That's not good. That's not something you want. And he took power. Oh, and he killed all his fucking enemies. Uh, and then Marius came back, took power again, or Marius' side. And then he took power, then Sulla takes power again, and they're all killing each other. And then kind of things get sort of back to normal for a little while. And then Julius Caesar says, fuck this shit. He's got the triumvirate. He's got, uh, what's his name, uh, Crassus. He's got uh, Pompey. These are all big shots, rich guys. Now they're running everything. This isn't the Roman Republic. This is something new. Caesar comes in. Finally, Crassus gets killed. He goes to he goes to the Middle East. Gets fucked up there. They pour molten gold down his throat. Middle Mid East fucks people up, man. Nothing good ever came out of that shit. And uh, fucking Pompey and uh, Caesar have a war. Pompey ends up with his head fucking cut off by the treacherous Egyptians. Caesar goes. He bangs Cleopatra. He comes back. Now he's the dictator. Now he's running things. Then he gets stabbed. That fucked up. Now you got uh, Octavian, uh, fucking Mark Anthony, and Lepidus. There's a new triumvirate. Lepidus gets moved to the side. Fucking Mark Anthony, he gets fucked up. Done. Octavius. Now he's emperor. Imperator. Okay. Where's the? Where's the? Where's the? Where, where, where's the fucking Roman Republic? Oh, he pretended there was a Roman Republic. He acted like it. He 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 used the mannerisms of it. He didn't call himself emperor. He called himself prince, first citizen. He said, "Look, I'm not. I I'm just I'm I'm just like every other citizen, except I have special powers and honors, and no one will fuck with me because I've also got like 30 legions, and I'll kill your fucking ass." So that's that's kind of how how you know it went. Do we think we've learned anything? Do we think we can't have a red Caesar here followed by a red Octavian? Do you think that that can't happen? Dude, you don't know history. If you think that shit can't happen, you don't know history. And you don't know Jack. And if you don't know history, all this is a big fucking surprise. If you know history, you're going, mm, I see where this is going, and I think I'm going to go buy myself a 12-gauge check-in. Because shit may get real. And it's going to get real because people are greedy and people are fucking stupid and didn't realize how good they had. But no, but no, they had to get more power for themselves. They had to get more money for themselves. And we've got this other edge where you see all the weird trans people where they've got a little fucking psychological need to fuck with normal people because they're weirdos. A lot of this is driven by hatred of normal people. There are a lot of people out here who are taking shit out on us that they should be taken out on their parents. I'm sick of living in the psychodrama of fucking idiots who don't know what bathroom to piss in. It's it's really getting me annoyed. And then they and they fucking hate you. You know the thing about Sulla, he didn't hate you, right? He was he wasn't gonna fuck with you if you didn't fuck with him. You know if you were if you you weren't 
causing a problem. He's not going to go out of his way to screw with you. These people go out of the way to screw with you. Why do you think this fucking trans pervert chick? And I think it's so funny that the cops shooting her like five times and says, stop moving. Mission accomplished. Why do you think this trans chick went to that school, Christian school to kill little kids? Okay. That was a fucking message to you. That was a message that they fucking hate you. They're driven by hate. Someone driven by hate. Someone was driven by, I, I, I want, I want the respect and power that I am due. And, you know, I can deal with that shit. But people who fucking hate you. And you see that with a lot of communists, the Bolsheviks, the fucking Maoists, the Pol Pot people, the fucking Nazis who are national socialists. They fucking hated the people they killed. So they made it systematic. You know, you could, you could live a fine life under Sulla. You just don't fucking cross it. But the, but these kind of fuckers, the kind of fuckers who are supporting, uh, this trans pervert, weirdo, scumbag corpse, with pronouns was and were, they fucking hate you and want you dead. They want to harm you. They will go out of their way to do that. They will make an effort to do, they will pay a price to hurt you. You can't negotiate with that. You can't reason with that. You can't talk it through. You gotta defeat it. You gotta defeat it, guys. And we gotta fight. And we gotta be smart. We gotta be smart about the next election. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, my gosh, Trump, Trump's got indicted. We got to rally around Trump. No, we got to rally around whoever's going to win. If Trump ain't going to win, you don't rally around him. Trump is expendable. DeSantis is expendable. Nikki Haley's expendable as fuck. Asa Hutchinson, I don't even want to talk about that Zebediah name-having motherfucker. You've got to be ruthless. What is the most likely to win power? And there's no guarantee the election's going to go through as we say. Hell, I made a pair of fucking martial law. I don't misspell it. M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-A-L-L because they're fucking dipshits. Who knows? But the best course of action is to try and uh, elect a president who will ruthlessly impose our order on this uh, garbage culture and political institution that we are, are plagued by. That's uh, that's where we're at now. So, uh, you know, Donald Trump has been terribly wronged, noted. Does that get him my vote in the primary? No. What gets him my vote in the primary? Him demonstrating that he's the most likely to win in the general. That's it. That's all. That's my test. That's my test. Is he going to win in November? Well, you see, he is he going to win in November? But they under, got under. No. Is he going to win in November? Who is the motherfucker who's going to win in November? Is it Asa Hutchinson? I'll vote for fucking Asa Hutchinson if he's going to win in November. Asa Hutchinson ain't going to win in November. Asa Hutchinson ain't going to do shit. Walmart sucking, bitch. Um, no. So that's kind of where we are. So now you know where I stand. You can uh, read more about it every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Go get my book, Inferno, newest Kelly Turnbull novel. I got another one coming called Overlord. That'll be out this spring. So go get all the Kelly Turnbull ones. You can send me a town hall email or a DM if you want signed copies of any of the Kelly Turnbull books. Like I got some of my uh, regular books, like We'll Be Back, also, for selling, if you would like that. We can make that happen for you. Uh, 
Jim Hansen and I are doing the Warlords podcast, which is a little different. It's more culturally, a lot of advice for younger folks who, you know, may not know how to handle their lives, uh, chicks, uh, movies, that sort of stuff. So you want to check that out. The Warlords, you can go find that. And uh, that's about it for now. Thanks a lot. It's always good to talk to you here on Unredacted. Go uh, hang out on my On Locals page, by the way, and you can get all links to Kurt's stuff. So I'll see you next time. Bye.